Hey everyone, it's me, Metal, here, just letting you know, uh, before you listen to this, that due to some complications with the audio, you gotta listen to all the audio that's taken straight from the recording, rather than how we normally do it. Uh, sorry for the inconvenience, and I hope, regardless, you enjoyed the episode. Peace! Welcome, 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 everybody, boys and girls, to the lovely, as always, Thought Lab Podcast, and I'm your handsome-as-ever host, uh, Metal Von Sexy, joined, of course, as always, with my main man, my main T-man, Tanner, the Janessa Project. And I got one question for y'all. Hey, Adam, you come here often? I'm here all the time. It's my bedroom. You... <laughs> Zing. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, you're not wrong. Welcome to welcome to Thought Lab. Yeah, welcome my to next the... Victim. Welcome to the outside hey. world. The this internet. The hang out. Yeah, down, yeah. This, this is the, the different place. This is a different place. This is what Lane talked about, the future of society and the internet. It, it was I'm not normally <laughs> on the internet at all, so this is new for me. Yeah. Adam has never once used the internet. This is his first time, actually. That's yeah. not true. You started streaming a little while ago, right? And then uh, yeah. Then you went back to work. So what's uh, yeah, what's your fine. streaming schedule been like? Have you, have you streamed at all yeah. since then? Not at all. No? Then why not? I'm relaxing on it until I can get my YouTube up. Because I feel like I want to pull people to the stream from YouTube and not pull people to YouTube from the stream. Like, that's what I'm doing, too. Yeah. And you know what? What can I say? doesn't fucking work. I'm still sitting at 70 subs a year later. <laughs> YouTube is hard, man. The algorithm is YouTube a cruel is mistress. It is. Which is why yeah. I'm like, bro, clickbait, bro. I'm also just clickbait. not that entertaining. I, play, I don't play the game very fun, you know? Yeah, I know. I feel you. Yeah. I like to, like, take apart a game in my brain and like see what I can make work and be creative with it. I actually stopped reading about a lot about optimization because it's more fun for me to find optimization in games. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, I did it. Yeah. Which is why when we record Tarkov, I always make sure Leo shows up because then he can say some stupid shit. And then Adam <laughs> says some stupid shit. And then we're all saying stupid shit. And then we're getting a little dorky. Yep. Yeah, it's good I love shit. playing with Leo. Yeah, having a guy born in having a guy born in Germany who spent like Till high school in Germany, and the rest in Texas is just the no, weirdest he was, hybrid. No, not even, not even. He was like 14, or like 13 when he came to Texas, he told me. We're still, I German know, Texan is a really cool breed. It's, it's the funniest. I yeah, holy shit, what a mutt. <laughs> God damn. Culturally, shout though, out. because it's how he developed through his like childhood into teen years, you know? Shout, shout, out, shout out to Leonard. If he, he's probably listening to this right now because he couldn't make this episode, as in he didn't respond to me. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> You fucking yeah. canned, son. <laughs> if, he's, if he's listening to this, he's genuinely... Anyone who watches my videos is like, bro, that Leo guy is so funny. Like, shout out to Leo for being the, the commonly known as the funniest guy, according to every single person that has ever spoken to me. Yeah, that dude's fucking a riot. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Tarkov... I've been sloppy to hang out. Um, since, since our guest, our, our humble guest, is somebody whose life I've ruined by exposing to the game Escape from Tarkov, Thanks um, for that. Can I have my six months of life? Can I have it back? No, I'm sorry. It's gone. Spends more time in game than he does out of game. Um, have you guys? Uh, are you? Are you? Um... I have my um my 1903 hours and 56 minutes back, dude. Oh, you oh do have God. it up on your screen. <laughs> this man playing Tarkov as He's... the recording. Thought That's low. hilarious. I'm eating candy, okay? Yeah. My hands are off the mouse. Are you did did either of you? I know Hayden. You said that you uh, you saw the streets teaser that was out yesterday. I sent it to Adam, and he just left me undelivered or read. Adam, Sorry. did you watch it? Content's not real until it's in the game. Uh, okay, but it, it is like 
it is really exciting. I don't know if you want to talk about some of the cool things that are in there, or if you want to. Cool. Oh yeah. I, I don't look until it's here, because there's a lot of features in the game that I'm very excited for that I don't want to ruminate on because I don't want to wait for things I want to be in the game. I want to enjoy the mm. game as it is. Which is really hard to be a Tarkov player and have someone like Nikita always just talking about the cool things that are like, like soon TM implemented and, I swear, and it's, never it's yeah. Wipe soon around the corner. Well, one th yeah. one thing that we know is coming and is probably coming um, guaranteed within a month, a month from now, right? right the now. factory expansion. Factory expansion. Yeah. yeah. So they did. Okay. Actually, really excited for that. I think factory is the worst map in Tarkov. I, did oh, you guys okay. see that at lunch today? They dropped a video teaser of I, I the new factory with the factory scav boss with the hammer. Dude, I haven't seen that. I dude, let's do a live react. I think it's like fucking twenty six seconds. It's like a live, pull up a live yeah. reaction. Pull up your uh, screen, or I can pull up mine. Or yeah, no, you you pull up yours because I'm recording on mine. But I want to yeah. like it's it's just a cool like it's just a vibe. It gives a couple shots of like the the atmosphere of the place, and then it gives you a fucking little peek at the at the hammer time boy. And it is yeah, Adam. Adam, you pull up your thing there, and then and then we can do a live. And viewers at home, yeah, for context, uh, viewers. Listening. Yeah, for, so people who might be uh, not watching this on the YouTube, first of all, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Secondly, uh, we are going to be... Don't click the watch stream button. Why are you sharing uh, stream? He's going to oh, so a live I, reaction. Well, I, so then I can click watch stream and then... Just, don't, just keep it like that and we just yeah. have it up in the left corner. All right. Don't don't fucking cool yell at me, Dad. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, let me know when you start watching it because like... Our club. Factory expansion. No, I think you just should... look. Just go to Battlestate Games YouTube. It's the it's the one they posted at lunch today. Um, for context, people that don't play Tarkov, I guess there there's one of the oldest maps in Tarkov is getting a huge reboot. And the worst map. The, is it not the first map? Is it uh, not the first map? No, I think customs customs was the first map. Customs and factory, I believe, were the first. I don't know if they Ooh. came at the same time, but at least eight like, hours factory, ago. That's the one. Yeah, the one. Yeah. It was at lunch today. Yep. All right. We're so professional. We we said to ourselves on a whim, "Hey, let's do a live reaction." Why not? <laughs> Why not? Fucking, no, exactly. It's, it, if it was like a four oh minute video, it'd be different. But it's like a. Why can't I pause this? I think it's like thirty seconds at most, so it fits kind of. Ta da! Ta da! But yeah, they're adding a, a a boss to the level that basically is gonna have just a giant fuck off sledgehammer and. They won't. We take the giant fuck off. No, you can't. Though. You can't. That's really sad. It's un. It's unlootable. But they did say it's on him. Is he gonna be heavily? Yeah, he's gonna be like covered in his abrillo, right? Uh, no. Apparently, he's just gonna be like a tank with like fucking over a thousand HP. Um, he doesn't sound that hard to kill then. So the the funny thing is, during one of the podcasts, the P Pestily and Veritas and everybody, they were like picking uh, Nikita's brain about the whole thing. And he said he was like, yeah, during testing, we uh, we had Saiga 12 with the 20 round drum mag and we had we gave him the full auto version of the Saiga and in testing, not so not so beatable. <laughs> like, they were like, dude, you gave him a full auto shotgun, you crazy bastards. Yeah, they had. Yeah, so was the, was the sledgehammer I'm not always regular AI with shotguns? I right. wear face shields not for anything but regular yeah. shotguns. This is so scav boss AI. I was in reserve with Hayden, and we I was were, there. Yeah, I, we were talking about how someone uh, 
one guy we played with Nick uh, was shit talking. He's like, ah, facial is useless, waste of money, blah, blah, blah. And like, we finished this conversation like 10 seconds later, I open a door, shotgun scav, bang, face shield cracks. And I was like, okay. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, same night, that same night, I took four shots to the helmet. Two were in the face shield. Tanner, you remember that? Remember yeah, the two that's right. ambushed me on extract? And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> And I don't care. I'm going to spend 100k on a helmet and face shield combo, then 200k on just a really Man, nice helmet. That game's crazy. Yeah. Especially like. It is. So, did you watch the video or do you got it queued up? I've got it right up. here. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, you have to click, click watch stream and then just click it again. Like double. Oh, so we can actually have the video playing Yeah. So on here. Yeah, right on. Okay. Yeah. So now it should be four windows. Is it four windows? Yeah, it's four windows. Alrighty. Cool. Are you let's, ready? let's do our live reaction right now. It. It's 20 seconds long. Yeah, it's 20 seconds of pure fucking fire. <laughs> Not really, but. Oh, there's going to be no audio for you guys. That's, That's fine. fine. We don't need audio. I don't see anything playing. I don't see Neither anything do playing I. either. Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up. Disappointing cool. as always. That's the last time we get Adam on this episode. Alrighty. Good night, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was. And that's our episode. Let's Welcome to this way. Yeah, there we go. That was Thought go. Lab. <laughs> So yeah, they just they they show some angles. Damn. Okay. So apparently, from my understanding, the oh, idea is that they want to have the factory fire. connect to lab. Ooh. <laughs> We've got a big fuck off. Here. Yeah. There's just like a trail of bodies, and then there's him just like like apparently the audio is just like boom, yeah. boom. You just boom hear the smacking noise and yeah. you approach, and then you see the final one. I'm gonna. He's just fucking sledgehammering some poor asshole's body to like mush. Oh, I I'm have to, super like, reload every so, time. I guess I'm so yeah. excited. I am so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot different because it looks like the rooms are are quite a bit bigger and so. Is factory gonna finally become a good map? Question mark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be honest. Worst map in the game. What is this? What? A Saga twelve. He's got he's got a Saga twelve with apparently like an extended um handguard. It's like a longer handguard. So there's like I watched uh somebody going through the video being like, okay, we got to break this down. And yeah, it looks like some new attachments for the Saga 12. So, do we know what the idea... Like, is he gonna, like, rush with the sledgehammer and then pull out the shotgun, or vice yeah. versa? Yeah, so Nikita mentioned that there's going to be... Uh, it's a surprise, but there's gonna be a new status effect or animation of some sort. I think... I think this teaser confirms what I thought. It's gonna be that if he gets close to you with a hammer, you're gonna have, like, a being knocked down animation and he's just going to club the shit out of you until you're dead like it's going to be like an insta kill i think so if you let like that fucker move yeah exactly like like call of duty oh, like a war zone yeah. um so almost oh, so what i'm almost thinking is like he might shoot at you and if he can like black your legs he'll then charge you with it i think, I think he's going to charge if he touches you yeah i think he's going to charge and if you can start lighting him up he may pull out his shotgun and retreat but like cultists, because their uh, like melee AI is really good. Here, yeah. Kill my stream. Yeah. So, factory is going to be hype, and that's fucking terrifying. That's for yeah, sure coming right away. The AI for it's really good. So I'm like, I bet they used a lot of that programming. But like Tanner said, if there's a status effect, I'm wondering if you like get trembly when he rushes you and you can't aim and shit. Well, they did he's rushing you. They did also say that one thing they want to add to the game um, sooner than they thought. There might be like this patch or the next patch is um, losing consciousness. So I you love that. Yeah. You can actually like, let's say you tank a fucking round off the helmet instead of just having the crazy contusion. Sometimes you might black out. And like, it, if you have a heavy bleed while you're unconscious, you may just die. But if you're, it, you know, 
if not, you might just like wake up, which is going to be crazy because people are going to walk up and have to like shoot bodies when they're on the ground just to make sure that they're oh, dead. Because they'll ragdoll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but wish they'd had a play dead function. I also, I also do kind of like the idea that I remember I was talking about. Like, apparently, it's, it's it was uh, been talked about here and there where it's um to do with the getting knocked out but then having your friends be able to heal for you like imagine you're in a group firefight and one of your homies goes down so then one of your friends has to like go out get him and then drag him back into like the rest yeah of exactly being able to I, drag I a body assisted metting like oh, make yeah. it way faster than like regular metting or like you know do more kitty <laughs> well, I, I, like, I like the idea too of where it's like you can kind of like because from what i'm saying the real military your med pack that you kind of carry on you isn't meant for it's meant for you but in the sense of like used on else, you yeah it's yeah, meant someone to opening it up you. putting the gloves on holding your vein closed etc yeah and so i like the idea where it's like you could have that where it's like okay my ifac on me is meant so that then if i go down my homie's gonna start performing first aid on me with it they I, tried I to the kind of implement medics like that medical bag the backpack that only holds meds right because you oh, carry right, meds yeah. for the team like sanitars like, boys and picking up yeah, or like that, uh, the Slimfield Med Pack or Sanitar's bag. Yeah. Like they, they kind I, of wanted love... like someone has the meds, but you have to throw them on the ground. It's sketchy and like not a good way to go about healing because you're bleeding the whole time. Like they should allow you to heal other people. Which so I, that is someone's I, like, I, I got a heavy love... bleed. And they'd be like, all right. And then they just like patch you mm -hmm. and you like, yeah. I, I love the idea uh, of, of that. And I think it'll work best because I know there's also talks, but like apparently like, the, the end goal for Tarkov is like it's like an open world or something, shit like that. Or like longer raids connect between mm. maps and like people different talk with different things like that but i think it doesn't necessarily work in my opinion on like because the maps are big but they're still quite small they're, and they're also instanced raids right i yeah. think yeah like 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 adam like, like you said in regards to focusing on on new features or getting like hyped up for them or whatever i think that whatever when, when it comes to escape from tarkov and open world and those two things together i'm not even going to let like I'm, i don't even want to have any mental real estate on that until they show that they're even thinking about about doing it yeah because like, the game's in beta right now like if they if they if that's going to be anywhere in the final picture they should be implementing it very soon and they should be doing something to test it otherwise it's i don't believe that it's ever going to be a part of the game yeah no i prefer no, i, I, I prefer instance though. raids like i prefer that you can sit down have a session go about your day yeah. and that raid is over you know what i mean like the yeah, load times could be improved, whatever. But like, yeah, when it comes to things like features, I like really only like to look at what's in the game and be excited about what's in the game because I've looked at the unimplemented skills in depth. Like outside of covert movement, there's like light armor skill. I would love to raise light armor skill if it increases your speed, you know, mm -hmm. like I would wear light armor all the time because armor barely matters right now. But right. I'd like heavier armor to mean more impact, like the move speed penalty it gives you versus what it actually stops. Everyone's running M61 like 762 yep. type 551 ammo it doesn't even the scavs are running m61 man <laughs> yeah yeah like in a hunter sometimes yeah m80 or whatever it just like it punches right through armor so like the move speed penalties that you're putting on for heavy armor don't really equate to you doing better being able to flank is going to save you way more than like having full body class six like there's not a lot of reasons and the full body class six makes you so slow and it's so expensive to have like it's great for raiders who run like rip rounds who could like shoot you in the arms and kill you but like yeah. yeah there's not a lot of reason for what's in there right now but so i'm like okay i need to just chill 
there's a meta right now i'll play in this meta and if that meta changes i'll adapt to that i'll enjoy the game that way but i've seen so many people like oh this game is even done all this stuff's not here and i'm like oh, man. it's a chapped ass I, I do agree like I, I i do like to sometimes think but like oh like how would this work like in the future of tarkov but at the same time i'm like you know what i'm enjoying tarkov for what it is right now and it's 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 it is what it is you know i'm not going to be spending though the fucking the the streets of Tarkov shit, man. That new trailer. That yeah. Gave me a wrong Yo, hard let's. But even though you haven't seen it, there, Adam, I want to break down the three things that they showcased in that trailer. Can I that, start with one, Dad? Yes, Dad, or I mean, son. <laughs> I, we're just each other's dad. <laughs> that is fucking weird. <laughs> can I do a dad? Yes, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. You can start. <laughs> I'll just go sit in the corner. The BTR. No, so what happens is you give birth to wait. No, you give birth to a kid, right? (laughs) We get the breakdown here. Marries your grandma. (laughs) Like that's not how that works. That kid marrying your grandma makes you their dad, or sorry, you're they're your mother. mother, They marry their grandma. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what in the fucking Florida shit we talking about here? Anyway, anyway, I fucked your mom. Is what he's saying. Uh, before Adam rudely interrupted me, I wanted to talk about, uh, was it BTR? Is that the name for it? Big fucking tank? I don't know what BTR stands for, but I know, um, it's the big I, I know the what it car is, that yeah. showed up at the end. Yep. The, the big, big. There's a vehicle? Yeah. Moving. Tarkov? Moving so with a, theory, with a. What my theory is. Well, hold on. Let's, let's describe in context, house. right? So oh, at the yeah. end of the video, Buddy's like, like moving down the road and then an armored, an APC, like a, like an, you know, those six wheel APC armored carrier yeah, yeah. with like the light gun on top. Yeah, one of those rolls around the corner, like inertia's looking good and everything. And there's like six fucking scavs. And one of them looks like like the scav boss or something. And it rolls up and stops and they all just jump off and the the fucking gun on the top points at the dude and then it just cuts to black. So like Number one, something in the environment is moving, which is like new for Tarkov. That is amazing. Um, My theory with that is gonna what it's going to what it's going to be is that is the scav boss. I don't know whether or not the player maybe if the player has like a squad of homies, they can take over the BTR. I don't know. Yeah. I think that could get broken if like someone rushes scav boss. Now let me just drive around in a fucking tacta tank. No, I don't think you're going to be able to drive it. I don't think they're going to be implementing that. I hope, yeah, I many hope levels of new dynamic or like physics. I can see it being on like rails moving around the map like it's on rails and it's always on those rails yeah but i think the issue with that is people are going to find an angle where they can get it to stop and shoot at the scavs and it's like this is the angle you farm this boss from like most of the bosses currently yeah here's the angle you farm this from here's the angle you farm this from here's the angle you farm this i think if you get if you get caught with your pants down with that thing rolling up on you and like everybody jumping off like the fact that it's got to like apparently make a patrol the good loot yeah (laughs) yeah right maybe the good loot's inside it like a fucking pinata (laughs) <laughs> my, my idea with that would be like it would let you like set up like you'd have to set up like an ambush which like to me is like remote because can we talk about the second thing that i was going to bring up that could relate back to the first thing dad what, what you got the first thing now you're taking the second thing what the okay. fuck kind of relationship is this well okay <laughs> well okay. I, I don't even know if our second thing like well, okay my second thing know, was go ahead go kaboom. ahead boom can i just say kaboom destructible yeah because yeah. my thinking is that if it's destructible Maybe it's like remote explosives or something like that that you might get. And just then, bring a grenade launcher. Well, see, here's and the thing. Like, uh, or, sorry, continue, continue. I was just going to say that that could relate back to number one, where it's like if I could get like a breaching tar- charge, but instead like I place that in the street, 
vehicle arrives by Kablooey, oh. then we jump out of the bushes and attack the thing. Literally. I do not want C4 or Claymores in Tarkov. That is a yeah. no-risk, all-reward strategy. And there's there's just not that many. Yeah, because you could just put it on any door that anybody wants to go to for the loot and just wait till the, somebody comes up and turns like, the key. And they, they had talked about it and have minesweeping and all that and have like landmark screw that whole deal you have a minesweeper it's called tanner he walks through the <laughs> yeah. mine area that's how we find mines <laughs> that's how we anyway find mines, like a to provide context to what uh what metal is talking about there the the video like the whole trailer is like way more pvp focused it's like a slaughterhouse on streets it shows a ton of really sick engagements how many on the map. people is the map uh the streets My of tarkov guess. when they're done they say is 40 pmc's Whoa! My guess yeah. is gonna be twenty. No, My it's forty. Twenty. But the, they've they've uh, they've because of how long it's been taking them to do like they had Streets of Tarkov to the point where it was almost ready to come out, and then they made the decision to switch to Unity twenty nineteen. And because they did, apparently they partnered with Nvidia, and they're taking on like what what I can't remember which video it was that broke it down. But Nvidia even claims that what Tarkov is trying to do with this new Streets map is like cutting edge. Like they're trying, they're they're trying to use the new features of the brand new flagship graphics cards as demos in this fucking this level and this this latest uh, teaser trailer that we saw. So buddy, now, buddy looks down. Hold on, miner, you can play. Yeah. yeah. So it, buddy looks down the hallway with the fucking GL40, pulls the trigger, hits the wall. The whole fucking wall blew out. Like destructible oh, environments. Through. I no, there was there was a shot. There was two shots of the walls oh. blowing out. But then there was also a shot where Buddy moves into like one of the rooms, and there's a whole bunch of desks with like computers and all sorts of shit on the tables. And a fucking, it was an undermount grenade launcher or something. He lobs it into the room, and all the shit on the tables flies off. Like everything in the environments with this new Unity 2019, the world is more like. I know that that kind of stuff isn't like brand new technology, but the the level of for graphics Tarkov, and like it's new. yeah, for Tarkov it's new, and it looked. Like it, the immersion level was through the roof. Even there's one shot Jesse Kazan pointed out that the dude peeked a room and there was a guy that pulled a grenade out. And as he was throwing the grenade, it looked like inertia was part of the game because it wasn't just like I, the grenade animation. It was like him leaning over and throwing it as he was leaning. And they it was, added more penetratable uh, objects in Tarkov. Yeah, they're completely uh, reworking that. No, they they added it like in um, Shoreline. I shot through a wood fence and killed someone who I could see through the like slits. Oh yeah, yeah, I did yeah. not I'll shoot the slits. No, yeah, but apparently they're going to be adding like um, when it comes to like somebody hiding behind a like you know the cars on the bridge on customs. They're going to have yeah. like the engine block is going to have a different penetration level than the doors, which Perfect. is really cool. Yeah, they're that they're they're cool. kind of going like <laughs> it's funny that they're. Spending so much time on certain things and others. Oh, we can't I, break I, the I, glass I, on the escalators <laughs> and interchange because that's that's forever glass. But you know what though? I can appreciate this. It, if it's if it's gonna make it so that I'm playing a game of Tarkov and I really because that's the one thing I always love about Tarkov is that no other game makes me shake. Yeah, I feel that adrenaline rush oh. when I'm in an intense firefight. And so the idea of like you know there's shit flying around in the room other than bullets. Like that fucking computer monitor just went flying at me. Yeah. Like a, somebody throws a grenade in your room and it like fucking throws everything off the table that you're standing beside. And your whole orientation of the environment is changed. Yeah. The room has changed based on the, like what's going on around you. Yeah. See, I like oh, that yeah. about Sarkov that like really intense feeling you get because like, honestly, I ride roller coasters for the same reason. I don't ride a lot of roller coasters. I'm like a roller coaster aficionado, aficionado, but, uh, 
the big thing I like to do with situations like that is to see how calm I can remain. And I find that really fun to do. Like that's a super engaging activity mm -hmm. to be like in a high stress like environment, whether you're just going really fast or whatever, and then staying calm and like mentally handling it. I'm like, ah, can I like overpower this? Like, is this something that I can like take apart enough and turn it enough in information that I can use it and react effectively in this situation while not becoming automatic, which is yeah. why I really like Tarkov over other shooters, because a lot of it is just training like an automatic like oh, aim click click like it's very uh intuitive i guess yeah where tarkov rewards very strongly for you to keep thinking and not go into an automatic state yeah where yep. a lot of like shooters are all about like get the best at being automatic and like like see the person aim the person click like as fast as you can like it's all that but they do things like fuck with your sensitivity based on what armor you're wearing like recoils what attachments you can buy like you could have a gun you prefer but different guns for different maps there's a lot of changing variables and you can use that information in a stressful situation effectively where in most shooters honestly they're like strategy but it's really just like click on them fast that's your thing tarkov there's a lot of facts. yeah what are you talking about i thought the meta was was just like voice lining when you're in the next room just just f1 yeah, f1, just f1, f1 we, f1. Got <laughs> we got a rat we got a rat we got a fucking rat here managed to kill them <laughs> um so speaking of the way Tarkov makes us what was, feel, what was number? What oh, was the number last, one, the last one. Yeah. Uh, so there was the the armored vehicle with the scav boss. Yeah. There was the destructible environment. environments, and then it looked like, um, there was certain instances where it looked like inertia was being played with. Because oh, that was the th okay. They're adding yeah. inertia soon. It's, yeah, it's, it's coming with Unity 2019. And exactly. I'm so they that. they confirmed. Somebody confirmed watching the video that the the teaser for Streets was Unity 2019 for certain. And they're, I'm pretty sure all the builds that they're running with Unity 2019 are the inertia added builds. And it just, the way people ragdolled, the way that people peaked corners looks so different. And that's something that like... Excites me. I mean, okay, I, I've watched like Valorant. Am I thinking Valorant? Yeah, like Valorant on Twitch and stuff. It's um, the game I played. Yeah, it's, it's a little too... It's a little too 80, 80, 80, 80. Like, it's so... The CS Wiggle, dude. The CS Wiggle, but like also CS Valorant, those get like I've um the servers work completely differently, right? Apparently when it comes to client Go, side, every single person on GoDaddy. Yeah. When it comes to every single person client side, they all send their information to server side, and server side is like the determining factor of what what actually always happens. And everybody's sending client side to server and server is what happens. And apparently Tarkov is not like that. Tarkov is like a little bit different, and that's why the the engagements feel fucked up sometimes. It's because be uh, it's not sometimes. validated server sides. Usually, you send the information to the server, and then someone else sends the information to the server, and like a clock that you're connected to basically goes like, "What happened first? This right. happened first, and then like resolves any issue. But if I kill you on my screen, right, and you kill me on your screen, but my connection is uh, slower." then uh, I can kill you in Tarkov, where on yeah. your screen or on your side, the, like you're closer to the clock, so you're actually more in line with what's happening. When I'm far away from the clock, you could have already killed me before I kill you on my screen, right? Yeah, that's the but ping could, of use, right? Yeah, exactly. So if they like hit their ping, they like on Tarkov, uh, that's why people disconnect now because it's a protection. If they like intentionally lag themselves out, they could go kill someone, and when they send their thing, to the server, the server will be like, this person killed that person. It doesn't go like, 
did this actually happen? Did this person move here, et cetera? You don't rubber band in Tarkov right, that much. Yeah. You just stutter. You know what I mean? Like you don't get pulled back to where you well, were. But you see other people rubber banding, but you rubber don't do banding. it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And if they stop because they're lagging and you shoot them in a regular shooter, you can't shoot them there when they're lagging. Right. Because they're not actually there to the server, but they are on your client side. Now, so if you kill them there on your client side, you kill them, which isn't how most games work. Like it is a uh, yeah. client side authentication and client side information where a lot of that stuff's on the server. People hacking are editing the packages they send to the server to say that, oh, oh yeah, I picked up dirty. all this loot, et cetera. Like this happened on this server because it scans the game they're in. They find the, uh, like a code that basically says this item, right? And then they like, have the pickup command as if they are right in that room or realistically uh, i've seen vacuum where it puts like purple like without texture boxes around and they just walk up to the boxes and grab the items like but they're just purple textures they don't Jesus. look like the item submetal dad question what um it's something i don't know if this is because adam brought up hacking if anyone has actually seen this on youtube i've been getting ads for tarkov hacks and that pisses oh, really? me so much Yes. I I keep up on all the hacks that are currently out because I want to know what I'm up against. Wait, they advertise? Three times All the time, dude. So you know know how like on YouTube you get the advertise, like it'll be like you're up next, but you'll get like an advertisement above that? Three times now I've seen Tarkov hacks right there. Yeah. And it's it's fucked up. It's very common. That's strange. I watch it. Put it to music and yeah. I I watch a lot of Tarkov content on YouTube and I've never Not even Tarkov content. Like I'll be watching like anything and it'll pop up. Hmm. In the right bar, yeah. No, well, not it's quite common. That's how they reach their audience is they're like, yo, hacks for Tarkov. And people are like, well, I'm not like a big sweaty, so I might. But it's they're expensive. They're like $200 a month. Then you probably get like, banned in the band wave because like yeah. if you're hacking in Tarkov, it's pretty fucking obvious. People, uh, they sell accounts that they can like they have hacks for, if that makes sense. So you, when you pay your 200 they give you an account that you hack on. It's part of the price. It's not oh, I see. Key. Which to me is, uh, I always just think it's just hilarious because I feel like every time, don't get me wrong, I've probably been killed by hackers who like weren't hacking clearly, but like if it's like, there's a lot more times I'm like, oh, that could have been anything, but a lot of times like that was a hacker, that wasn't a hacker, you know? Like it's... Mm-hmm. There's lots, when you have like a real firefight, you know they're not hacking, although radar is super common. It's very oh, yeah, I, like I, I have playing noticed. on the shoreline. Yeah. You yeah. that? You, me, 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 Leo, and Adam were playing on shoreline. I had my hand off the keyboard almost the entire raid sitting on a bed in a locked room. That was like one of those rooms where you had to like cross over like four balconies just to get to. I'm sitting there, hand off the keyboard, full creep, grenade lands on my bed. <laughs> this was the same raid. This was the same gra- raid where a grenade went down the hallway, bounced off the staircase, landed in front of Leonard, who was also creeping. But like he was in a spot, it was like around. It was like the guy fucking like rebounded it like around the like because Leo was like on the staircase. There. He watched it rebound off the off the side of the wall and then come down towards the staircase. There is a hack that does grenade trajectory too. So it must have been. I think it was a radar and grenade trajectory. And didn't didn't you also get killed in a very suspicious way that raid? I remember you were like yeah. again almost basically hidden, and the guy was like, "Whoa, who'd be crazy if he was in this room?" Speaking you know? speaking yeah. of that, last night we were playing after we got kind of fed up dying in labs, which I guess we'll we'll talk about soon. But uh, <laughs> we went to Shoreline and we we mauled around. We were looking. Nick needs to kill Sanitar, so we were looking for Sanitar, and we checked all the spots. And we were like, "All right, well, I guess we got to go to resort, and make sure he's not there." And we got in West Wing on, uh, at the side of the resort, <clears throat> and we get in. We heard we heard somebody, and it was like a seven or ten minute engagement, and over the course of it, one dude ended up wiping all five of us. 
Wow. And, like it was just one at a time. We just like kind of it, you know, it, it didn't feel sus at first, but then in the last, like Nick and I were holding both sides of the, of the hallway and he was in a room and he, we could see his laser on the hallway and it was doing this weird, like, like left, right, left, right, left, right. And he was like, it was like he was running into the door to make it sound like he was running, trying to bait us. But he did that for like ages and we were both looking and there was no way his laser could have been pointing at the hall where we were because he wasn't at all looking out the door. Like he was like in the bathroom that was inside the door or something. Anyway, we're sitting there. We're like, how, what's going on here? And it was doing like a really weird pattern and he did it for a while. And then eventually, you know, Nick is like, fuck it. I'm pushing him. He dies. And then I waited for him to come out and loot Nick's body. And I came out the door and he just boom, just right in the face, through the face shield instantly, instant wow. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Oh, this is like, this is fucking bullshit. And that was like, ended the night there. And then hours later I was like, oh, you know, I'll just cycle my hideout shit before I go to bed. And I go in and there's a message on my, my messenger. And I go in and the dude's like, oh my God, guys, is, is, did it, were any of you streaming? I can't believe that was the first time I've ever had like an engagement where I kicked ass that hard. I just, I really hope you guys had a clip. And like, I was like, oh no, this guy actually just like accidentally fucked on us so hard. And he was just really desperate to get a clip of it. And we, I thought he was a hacker. Dude, there's some point fires <laughs> I've made where I'm like, I'm getting reported. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Just, like turn oh, and like yeah. point fire like one bullet yeah. on STM. He was so like, proud of himself. He was so proud. He was like, I just, I'm hoping one of you guys has a video. I want to show my friends. Tanner, that was us on reserve when the guy ran by the wood beam. We were sitting in March room, um, the outside March room on reserve. Oh yeah, oh that, that poor guy. The guy runs off. You I'm don't just play like, Tarkov. This podcast can be like <laughs> yeah, so confusing. Yeah. But if you play Tarkov, you know, I'm just sitting there through the beat and I just see like the side of his skull. I think I penned him. I think I just got super lucky. It penned the wood and smacked him like right in the face. Yeah, he was, he was just running by the building and fucking metal like, just I'm like reported. I, I two or three shot shots out the shot. window and then we just don't hear him running anymore. And after we finally yeah, went out to investigate, he's just a dead body under the bush. We're like, oh my god, this poor child. <laughs> That's such a satisfying thing. Even with scavs, when like scavs yeah. start yelling at you and they're like halfway through the yell and there's just nothing after one of your teammates' gunshots, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I'm getting fucking reported. Like, there's, I, there's definitely a report button hitting me right now because it's like, oh, yeah. but it's so <clears> satisfying though. You feel good because I'm like, I feel like I did something really. I feel dirty. But like, well, I know I'm not dirty because I was didn't. Cheat. You can see obvious hackers and like uh, market botters on the uh, flea market because they're like the more money you put through the in-game market, the higher your trader level goes. And when I was at the like start of white, there were people with, like 200 trader level, and I was playing like 12 to 14 hours a day, and not badly. I was doing well in the game, and I'm like at like. 10 trader level two months into a wipe and i'm seeing people on the flea with like 200 trader level i'm like how are you not flagged like how do they not have an auto flag auto account hold suspicious activity like uh, system and be like your account's on hold for suspicious activity contact support and then you got to contact support and be like yeah i just uh like make a ton of money and i'm definitely not a real money trader like adam you know adam why so angry is just game it's just, <laughs> it's just game. <laughs> the flea market is always the funniest though, because Adam, what, what was it you put up? 
you put something up on the flea market. I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm gonna buy one of these, and I just buy it as I'm clicking. And I mark see TikTok key. TV. Yeah, mark. I'm buying yeah. a mark key. I'm like, yeah, I'm buying this mark key off a guy. Uh, his name is TikTok. Oh wait, that's you. Yeah, I just <laughs> put that up because I was I had a spare mark key already, and I was like, I'm gonna put this on the market. And then he's he's like, what are they at right now? I'm like, oh, they're about this much. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna buy one. Just buys mine <laughs> <laughs> without even fucking realizing it. God, you know, friends Our help friends. Yeah, Our help friends blow each other. Eat the money exactly. In the we're gonna make that the the episode. I need to say the one clickbait thing of the whole episode because I can't. If I'd make it like we talk about Tarkov for twenty minutes, you know, no one's gonna watch that. We blow each other. <laughs> we'll just blow each other and get the clicks. No homo. <laughs> no homo. Socks are on. I'm gonna put on some Slayer. It's all right. <laughs> Slayer can't be gay. Oh, I actually socks. prefer Billy Joel. Yeah. Okay, so you, you want to <laughs> bend over? You want to be the bottom? God damn it, bro. You're so you're so you're so like confident in your masculinity gotta, that you only fuck guys. TikTok. Gotta, gotta take watches, one for the algorithm. God, anyone who watches <laughs> like this video is gonna see me lose my little vape like six times. Oh, what? Time which which time is this? My room like this. Guys, this is like the know, sixth time. Jesus. Do you know that Adam's a premarital sex haver because he vapes? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a super. Yeah, cool those two haver. those definitely go hand in hand. Get it? TikTok, the super cool sex. That's what, in fact, no, fuck blow each other. It's just going to be Adam, the super cool sex ever. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you're going to take me to court. You're going to have to take me to court as, to change As someone that, who David. openly identifies as gray asexual, that. <laughs> the super cool sex ever. Don't worry, I support Yeah, you. that is clickbait because, like. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Do you jack? How often do you jack off, Adam? Oh, my libido is normal, but, like, I don't. That like... doesn't answer my question how much you jack off. Wow, just, you can let him give the long answer. Yeah. What's, the, what, what's a normal amount of jacking off? Like once every two days, three days, four days? What do you mean? Depends every on the week. Day. You yeah. jack off every day? Oh, same. Okay. I thought that yeah. was like a horny me thing. That's like a normal thing. That's a normal well, thing. Well, speaking, speaking between like guy talk stuff, you guys ever done like the, just like, I'm not going to do it for like three months. And then you jack off the next day? <laughs> nah, I've, I've, done I, before. I've made it like three weeks. <laughs> that Max. I've done, yeah, you do so. get really productive like do you, you are like yeah there's a whole subreddit man called nofap that does I, that i don't think masturbation has ever gotten in the way of me being anti-productive or who i know i could just not jack mm. off for three months straight you and get then just, no you get, you'd like, be surprised it's yeah, the, the up, it's the reward like, mechanism so thing you, yeah so you seek that reward in other ways and usually that ways is through being productive i yeah. will say when i started watching anime for the first time for like dead assed over two weeks i was like i just didn't i just didn't have a single desire i'm like i feel satisfied right now enough <laughs> watching this was it evangelion anime maybe the first maybe. time i watched evangelion i did not jack off for like two weeks because watching <laughs> anime again after four years I'm like this feels satisfying pretty sure lots of people have like watched evangelion and not wanted to do things for a while <laughs> <laughs> just lost <laughs> their will to live that's a, a show. Scene. That's kind of a like the thing you do after as like shave half your body and throw yourself in front of a bus. You know, <laughs> oh like, my after, god! After yeah. after I watched the hospital scene, I thought to myself, never right. again. I have to like like basically put a disclaimer. That joke is not from me. That joke is from the English voice actors who oh, voiced Evangelion. Well, Spike no, it was so uh, fucking funny though. One of the one of the women said, "Spike wasn't one of the commentators on the like uh, like audio commentary. They just talk about Spike." But uh, um, yeah, no, one of the... episode one because episode one apparently like he drops major spoilers. He was in the first episode commentary. I know. Oh that yeah, he was. He was in like episode four. I think it is in the commentary. But uh, 
Yeah, they're like, hey, sorry we like joke so much doing the audio commentary on such a serious show, but if we didn't, we would shave half our bodies, throw ourselves in front of the bus. So Ava, Ava's a great Yeah, that's the people who worked on it saying <laughs> Oh yeah. Nothing will ever beat the episode twenty-six post-credit scene in which Spike's like, oh, he's like he's still voicing as Shinji, but like after the congratulations scene, like, is yeah. there a is there a bus gonna pick me up? So like was Ray like my mom? Like I I don't get it. <laughs> Uh, I hope the movie explains this shit. Damn, you really can't end a show like that. He keeps like going on and on, making fun of Anno, which is but, ironic. Oh, he got so many death threats, dude. And uh, I think it's either an end of Ava or it's end of uh, Ava. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's uh, scenes of just pages flipping, right? Like to like change scenes, it'll be like and a bunch of pages. No, you pause. No, it's the um it's it's during the instrumentality when all the drawings are popping up on screen. Sometimes instead of a drawing, it'll be a death note. Yeah, his, he put his death threats that he got to write a better ending for the show he in the ending of... to the show. Yeah, Ano is a is a really mysterious man, but I I really respect uh, Ano a lot as a director. One of my favorite quotes from him will always be when the little girl is interviewing him and she says like, "Do you, do you like Evangelion?" He says, "I like some of it, and I I, I don't like some of it." She's like, "What do you not like?" He's like, "I don't like the parts in which I see myself." And I'm like, "Okay, damn Ano, try not word. to like fucking cry I'm like word." Oh, like that. Yikes. The main like that is a like. A man who I would I would want to meet one day just to hear what he would have to say. And I mean, he worked a, on a, Shin Godzilla as well, hey? Like he, the, did. he directed that. Yeah. yeah. And he's he took a, a break from the new Evangelion movies to uh direct that. that and it delayed a lot of them. Yeah. But and also a, I'm really a, glad he did a, so he could have better perspective for directing he is, the end. He is a homie with uh Miyazaki too. Cool. Like him and Miyazaki are like tight G's. He actually worked on uh, Grave of the Fireflies, Ano did. He uh, he animated, I think, a lot of the last part of the movie. I've never seen like it. Like, he animated or, like, his studio? No, Ano, Ano himself physically worked on it. And he was, like, uh, from my understanding, he helped con- contribute to the movie a bit more. Like, I think he, him and me, he, like, he dapped up Miyazaki and was like, all right, what if we did this? And then Miyazaki Honestly, was like, I, I have to rewatch came. Evangelion for one reason and one reason alone. That? And I've, I've been meaning to do this literally it's... for six years. Right. You know how like they like don't have enough <laughs> animation budget in Evangelion, so sometimes yeah. they just fill scenes with like cicada, cicadas, cicadas, which are which are literally the best scenes ever. A- right, Anyone they're who just, says they're just like a field, and you just hear yeah. the free, free. I want to rewatch the show so I can mark all the timestamps and make a super cut because I guarantee you there's like twenty minutes. Google it. That, it's it's, it's got to it's got to exist already. It does. Probably... Oh, you've already Googled it? There's so many scenes like this. Like, I bet there's not like a whole just, episode's uh... worth of not animated, just the sound of bugs like chirping. The ones that come to the top of my mind is episode four when Misato shows up to the train station and uh, Shinji's standing on the platform after the train's already left because he decided not to leave. That goes on for like at least a minute of just them standing there. When uh, when Ava Unit One uh, lobs off Quaru's head, and they're just like it, just it's sitting there for like over like what a minute or some shit. Yeah, there's like periods where uh, oh fuck, I can't remember his friends' names. Oh, Toji with glasses, not Toji. To- Toji and uh, Kensuke. <clears throat> Kensuke. So uh, there's a scene where he goes to like Kensuke's little like campsite thing. And there's a lot around that too. Yeah, like, it just it, it'll always be. Like, there's there's a lot. There's a lot because yeah. they're just like we don't have the animation budget, so like here's and some Evangel- like, I feel like I bring this up every episode. If you've not seen Evangelion, it's a masterpiece. But I do ask, boycott Netflix. Boycott yeah, yeah, Adam. They, they did ruin the dub. Did you know that? Not just the dub. Not uh, just the dub. The sub too. The sub is also ruined. Actually, Brand. Tanner, because I told this to Hayden earlier. Half of the anime currently in the world was made after 2010. 
well, that's actually really interesting, but it's not that unbelievable. Yeah, no, no that's yeah. It, it gained popularity in production. So half the, the last, anime? the last oh. eleven years is half of all anime. So when people that's why there's so much anime, garbage. Yeah, well, there was always a there lot. There is of garbage. a lot. <laughs> there's a there's like even more garbage though. Now. There's a lot of garbage from the eighties. Like a lot of people are like, oh, like big O, or like like you know, Dragon there's a ton Ball, of like, yeah, there's yeah. ton of like old stuff that's like eh. It's wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Did you just shit talk Dragon Ball? Yeah, I did. We <laughs> talked Dragon Ball I know. with you before. I know. I'm just. I'm letting you lean into it. <laughs> okay, the Dragon Ball is like the concept isn't. I think actually the concept of Dragon Ball is really cool. In some of the episodes, it's iconic. Don't get me wrong. I just think that it's kind of doo doo. It just. It, I'm sorry, but 20 episodes of fucking screaming is not. It's not. <laughs> That's more a DBZ thing. There's not. A, there's not a lot of screaming in Dragon Ball. Sorry, DBZ. Yeah, DBZ. Yeah, is true, true. DBZ. True. DBZ is very garbage. Like. They do a lot of repeated punchy animations. It's like the animations for the fights aren't that good. The context isn't good. The English dub is a mass like perversion of what the show is. Like it's and a lot of people in North America are familiar with DBZ, but it's just not it's not what it was supposed to be in Japan. Like for like new era of just like shonen and like Jujutsu Kaisen is like it's it's modern shonen is just so much better. But an uh, oh Damn, Sorry. what you doing there, buddy? Uh, my, I think my fucking lens is all. I, uh, you had He's to bring it up. His lens. Cleaning my lens. Anyway, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep talking as he cleans his lens. Looking um, at yourself makes you sick, so you gotta clean it. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I do find a lot of like, like, like modern stuff. Like I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, like super fucking sick. It, it's just that old classic '80s '90s anime adaptations are just rough, man. Which is why I'm happy yeah. that it took you know over 25 years for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to get a fucking adaptation. Because I feel like if it was ad- adapted as it was coming out, it would have been a dog shit adaptation. Yeah, it would have been horrible. Like it would have been just like any other shonen, and it would have been forgettable. Yeah, no, I agree. And like I don't know, there's some like hidden stuff in Jujutsu Kaisen. If it, people have watched or hadn't seen it, it's really popular right now. But there's uh, like you have a simple-minded main character who raises a lot of very interesting questions that the characters who appear more intelligent don't ask because they just assume that it's like normal. So they're like killing cursed spirits that are evil, right? And like, I I don't want to spoil too much, but basically he's like, what is evil? Like, how do we really determine what evil is? And is killing kind of ever okay? Mm. Like, yeah, we're still killing. It's like, but they're evil. Like, obviously we have to kill them because they're evil. And he's kind of like, we're still kind of killing. And like, you know, raises a lot of like ethical concerns about people who are like, just in their minds is like this is bad so it needs to be like destroyed but the simplicity of like that's still destroying you know like that's still destructive and they talk about like a very interesting dynamic early on the series when itadori meets like the one um kid who's got like some of the powers or whatever and he's talking and he asks him like what what would you do if you came across a an evil uh what do they call it jujitsu whatever the first user a curse you like what would you do if you come across a curse you like, you you kill him right he's like no like i wouldn't i would i would you know i'd fight him yeah but i would never kill him and he's like why he's like he's evil like you why you you can kill him if he's evil he's like but like why i'm i'm killing it was the same when it was uh when the humans would get turned into these fucked up creatures he's like i don't care if they aren't human anymore like i'm it's it was they still were like human that, it's it still killing yeah i'm still and like you know, i'm still ending a life and a lot of people are like you were like not thinking enough about this but realistically they're using like a lot of mental gymnastics to kind of like 
dissociate away from the fact that they're killing right to like uh like comfort themselves but he's a simple-minded person in the show which i thought was going to be really boring to watch a character that is just like very simple-minded kind of like almost goku-esque and like just dumb brute sort of thing but it was really refreshing to see him asking like really intense philosophical questions from that simple perspective where it's like if we break this down like right down and it's he's not even breaking it down he's just seeing it at the bottom level and he's like the bottom level of this is fucked and then like everyone else is like what are you talking about and that's what i love about isadori like he's such like a simple-minded you could call him a basic character but if anything he's probably got some of the most depth i've ever seen from a shonen his development is very good yeah his development is really good too it's 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 i just i love to see him as like you put it best like he's such as he views everything so simplistic that he, he puts such an interesting take it's one of those ones where he's it's it's so simplistic it's genius kind of like that's why it's a, yeah. it's the same with it's the same with that's why i love joseph joestar you're so fucking stupid and idiotic yet you're simultaneously the smartest character in all of the series <laughs> but it works it's well writing and that's why i like that's i fuck with jjk i can't wait to finish it i'm like i don't know there's a lot of 13. like stuff from anime that i feel like it's gotten super right and the message of the show overall super good parasite is an amazing show to watch for like really parasite was things, cool i guess oh I yeah I, I did watch that it, it was like very kind of fucking obscure and weird but like the relationship between the two was mm-hmm. uh, it was thought-provoking for sure yeah and like our, our position one. in the world and like what is a parasitic nature and like yeah, it and I kind of like saw it because I was like, ah, I mean, like, realistically, whenever it comes to a point where humanity is threatened by anything, just like kick and scream and organize a way to not die. Like, we just are really good at that, not dying no matter what. Yeah, but like, overcoming all other predators and like, I don't know, Parasite made very interesting points about our environmental impact, about like, uh, how we would at the end of the day, because there is a choice near the end of the series that I don't want to again spoil too much about. But when he's like contemplating his choice and he's like, uh, what should I do here? And he's just like, it's the human thing to do to not let this harm other people, even though what I'm doing is like up. exactly. So he like does he makes the choice basically to be like, I have to be the like the dominant species here. Like I if I don't then people I care about will be like hurt, but that's how we work. And it kind of has to give into that like humanity of basically destroy everything that can destroy you or control it or subjugate it or whatever. And I thought that was like a really interesting point that that is like the human way to just take over everything. And I'm like, yeah, that is. And we have to think about how we do that and how to be careful in that. Well, and the, yeah, the, the fact that like the the setting of the whole series is the fact that there's two very contrasting viewpoints that are melded together into one person that has to like that has to wrestle between the two perspectives to survive as a whole, which is like yeah, really fucking cool. I love yeah, that. Yeah, they're for like that. the dichotomy of like uh, being a part of because like I mean I it's not a spoiler to know that uh, one of the parasite creatures is in his hand, mm-hmm. right? And he has to like develop that. That was relationship a spoiler, and other because I've never watched the show, Adam. So it's fuck in the you. First episode, <laughs> but yeah, like that. Uh, that interesting dynamic of like, okay, but like, this is now like we have to work together, even though we're opposing sides, and like his position and all of that. I like, I really like that. I like the character development. I feel like that show was done really well as like a piece of entertainment, raised really important ethical questions that mm. like need to be thought about, and did it in a 
kind of way that gets through to people who are like, I want to see like blood and guts and action and like cool monsters and stuff. And like, I really like when they dress up a big like point with stuff. Like I've just kind of praised Jujutsu Kaisen for that, but there's actually quite a bit that's quite like thought provoking at its core. Evangelion's like an extreme example because honestly, you're looking at a lot of cicadas, 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 cicadas. cicadas. But Evangelion's cicadas? also yeah, like cicadas. really realistic though. I'll say that though. Yeah, it has like a more realistic. realistic tone. Like a lot of people are like, oh, Shinji's crying in blood. And it's like, yeah, you're talking like a 16 year old to like. If I was 14 this, years old issues. and in the same issue, I would probably react the same as way. I thought you were 14 years old. A, probably pissed yourself. Like, it's <laughs> like, I would. I would, yeah, piss yourself yeah. in the LCL. Actually, I think in the rebuilds, Shinji almost pisses himself in the LCL. Or like they make a joke about that. I, I want to say that happened at one point. Which is like I would, I'd fucking piss myself. Yeah, dude. I showed that I actually recently binged like two weeks ago in one day. I think I told you, Adam, and it's it aged really well considering it came out in 1998. Was Serial Experiments Lane? Ah, uh, yeah, I've tried. I can't. The animation kills me. I, it, I'm gonna be real, Lane, because Lane is all about like the internet and kind of like how we have a different persona. It's um from like who we are. Like for example, how on the internet I try to be a really caring, supportive person. When in real life, I'm a crippling racist. In 1999, the internet was eight years joke. old, man. 1999, yeah. So that's an eight-year-old. Like when it's talking about like your position in the internet, there was no social media in 1999. MySpace wasn't a no. thing in 1999. But it's how it was, how the movie, sorry, how the series is to how it still represent nowadays. I think especially like it kind of reminded me a lot of like how it's like cancel culture, where it's like I have a really good internet persona, but then everyone finds out I'm a piece of shit in real life, and then I get kicked off the internet. Lane definitely had a lot of vibes to that, and it was like this. It, and I'm gonna be real, no, I don't think there's any really been an an anime where an entire episode has made me cry my fucking ass off. You haven't watched Clanted yet. I haven't watched Clanted yet, but the last in uh, Gene Tanner, have you ever heard of Lane before? Have I heard of which? Serial experiments, experiments Lane. Serial experiments Lane. No, yeah, I, I guess, say I, guess I have not. Give it a watch, dude. I think you'll love it. I think you <clears> might love it. You you have you watched anything like obscure like even outside of anime where you're like this makes a great point like you like really were like this this gets it or this this is it you know what i mean yeah he watches uncle's porno yeah he's like this is it this is the technique i did not <laughs> want i did not watch my uncle's pornography all right that's what he says his sister, his sister taught him the <laughs> taught him the techniques man that doesn't mean i put it in later and watched it <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I can't like pull anything out of my head right now, but like I've, I've definitely watched stuff that is. I recently been... watched this other show, really obscure. I don't know if you guys have I heard of it. Tanner, I've definitely watched stuff. I've that watched. Is. I watch stuff. Yeah, I do. I've watched things before. My, my name's Tanner. I have a history have, of watching things. Oh, I, watch I like to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, speaking of watching things, I just recently fucking gamed on a fucking you know that open box store. You can go to OpenBox and buy stuff that's like refurbished. No. If, if you don't know about OpenBox, know about OpenBox. Like, okay. so what happens with like, uh, like Sony, Samsung, like certain brands or like Dyson for vacuums and shit. Yeah. If somebody buys something and let's say there's something wrong with it, or like a TV yeah. has like a or pixel not, that's or they fucked just up. didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. Or or they send it back because they're like ah whatever. Usually it's like refurbished items are are like you know the battery was fucked in this phone or um there's a pixel dead on my TV and they send it back. Legally, they can't just refurbish that and then put it back in a box and sell it as a brand new product. They're not allowed to do it. So they have to put it in a refurbished box and they have to sell it through like a 
Sony it's like an open box. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I popped in there because they like I've been wanting to get one of those like uh, Dyson little dustbusters or whatever because like we got hardwood floors Aruba. in the new place and not no you know the cats would be fucking losing their shit if there was a Roomba here. But yeah, got little Dyson and like walked in there and I was looking at oh, are you grabbing yours? Yes, but it's oh. Yeah, no, it's it's like a it's a battery one, right? Anyway, yeah. it's not the point of the story. I, like the ones. I walk in and I, I usually just ch- like take a look at the prices of things, right? And sometimes they like uh, so we we recently moved into this new place and I built an entertainment unit upstairs and I and I built the entertainment unit the TV portion to be like I don't know maybe in the future we'll like just be dumb and buy like a massive TV or something, right? Yeah, so I made it I made it wide enough for like a seventy eight inch fucking TV. And I walked into to open box and I looked up on the wall and they had like a like a fucking seventy five inch TV for like seven ninety nine and I was like, whoa! And I was like, and it was a Sony Bravia four K. Sony. Yeah. So okay. I looked at it right and I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna Google this right and I and I look it up and I'm like, yo, this like TV, this TV's brand new right now for like seventeen fifty at Best Buy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what's, what's going That's, on? How much did so, you get it for? Well, so I went up to him and I was like. I was like, is, do you guys have any of these? And he was like, just the one on the wall. And I was like, oh, Take yeah. It. And of course, he's like a salesman, right? So he's like, he's trying to get me to reserve it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I'm interested, but like, I, I'm not going to make a snap purchase. I'm, I want to go home and do my research. And he was like, okay. I was like, whatever. I'll put your name down. And he like puts my name down. And he's like, yeah, and he starts putting it in the com- computer. And he was like, fuck, we put the wrong sticker on that TV. <laughs> I was like, oh, so it's not that price. And he was like, well, we kind of have to like honor it. Because he like yeah, called his manager and he was like, "Fuck!" Like, yeah. where was this? Was this a Visions? No, it's Open Box. Okay. And I would, as an ex salesman at Visions, I would definitely tell someone that to sell. Yeah, exactly. So, so I was like, mm-hmm, "Okay, all right." And then I went home, <laughs> and like, I was like, "I'll think about it." And I came back the next day, and he was like, "Yeah," and like, he had taken that one off the wall and put up the same model with a higher price tag. <laughs> and I was like, "Can I still get it?" And he was like, "Yeah, we got to honor it." And I was like, so all right, got it. yeah, I got it. And we brought it home. And that I was is like, amazing. This is 75 inch TV is insane. Like, yeah, I think that's what Corrado has downstairs. Like, it's one of those, like he told me, it's like, it's like, this is like a $2,000 TV. Basically, I'm like, oh my God, I watched Akira, like an HD fucking version of that downstairs. It, first of all, you've heard of Akira before, right, Tanner? You like the, yeah, yeah you, the a, a, is it Akira? Akira? Akira. I, I just, hear fucking Joy the Anime Man pronounces Akira. <laughs> that man's half Japanese. I, I'll, be, I'll believe you. I'll believe you. I'm, I'm not like a Akira, an Akira, Akira fan. I don't give a fuck. Watching Actually, yeah, you're right. It's Akira. Because yeah. uh, we say we Americanize shit. Everything Japanese is single syllable. Akira. That's yeah. why they can't say like milk when they like in English. Well, they say milk because they want Miyoko. to separate it. Hmm. Yeah. Or milku because the ku. At the end, right? They they want to separate it in syllables because that's how their language works. Right, right. But and we we ruin stuff like Naruto versus Naruto is super English bastardized word. But like, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, Akira, Akira, on yeah. one of those TVs, Tanner. Like the story was all right, whatever. But I fucking almost came with how beautiful that was. Yeah, seeing well, like this twenty four frame frames frame. a second. 1990, 1998, 1988, sorry, animation, like, high frame. I'm like, bro, I'm going to actually fucking die. Let's watch Angel's Egg, dude. Every frame is hand-drawn, and it's made by an ex-priest. Oh, yeah. So, like, Tanner, the first thing you're going to do, or I guess you probably already watched TV on it, what you're going to do, you're going to go 
Find yourself an HD copy of Akira, and you're going to watch it on that TV, and you're going right. to fucking nut, too. You're also going to nut. We're going to nut together. We're going to put it on the same time. We're going to simultaneously be nuts. nut. <laughs> It'll be nuts, yeah. but I'm bumped. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, I fucking... It... Yeah. Followed that up with the exact same... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway. It's definitely, um, nuts. <laughs> it's, definitely talking it's, about nuts. It's definitely nuts. Um, it... The the last TV that we had, we didn't even have a remote for it, and like the backlight was getting real bad on it, and so like going from that to like entering the world of 4K and smart TV and having a fucking remote, like yeah, the last like it's only been a few days since we've had it, and it's like oh, it's crazy. It's beautiful. I recommend I recommend going and gaming your local open box store because every so often they have shit mislabeled. Yeah, I've also tried to. I try to like uh, not shop in stores for stuff because I am like a compulsive buyer. So I do most of my shopping online where everything's there. So I'm like, I can't just buy stuff online. I'll I'll spend all my money. So I'm very more limited when I'm online. There's no, I'm already at the store. I came here. I want something. I'll go to a store if they have what I want, but I try to decide what I want and then like go get it if it's in the city or order it to myself. Cause like toys like crazy, like, even shit for work like uh i work water and sewer construction so i bought like a handheld little pickaxe it's the best my boss thought maddie's an old school learner. he's like you don't need like every time i'm digging a hole with my hands he's like you don't need a fucking spade because i'm like i wish i had like a spade or something just to like pull the dirt away with and this thing has like a shovel side and he's like so he's like grumpy about it but i have that like leatherman multi-tool and like i carry like a chisel of my own on me because he sends me to the truck for the Go get black tape. Go get a tape measure. Go get a flashlight. Go get a chisel. Go get a, like a like a shovel. Shovel that out. Clear that away. Just use your hands. Whatever. And I'm like running the truck like like probably fifty to hundred times a day just for like oh one tool. And that it's is like, so oh, inefficient. Say it. Yeah, it is. I'm like I could just have most of this stuff on me, and now I do. I like. He's like, get a tape measure today. And I like start pulling out my tape measure that I carry. It's like small, but it's six feet, has metric and imperial on it because I know he uses imperial and he's not going to want to use something that doesn't have like, small thing. Can I get a big fucking tape measure? I'm like, all right, okay. Like, yeah, it's like sure. it pulls out giant Swiss army knife that's got everything. Yeah, basically. Get yourself a Swiss army tar. Actually, I have a Leatherman now, the Skeletool CX. It's just a oh, knife. Dude, I play Tarkov. Nice. I know what the Leatherman yeah. is, bro. Yeah, but like that's like closer to like a wave Leatherman. I did a lot of research on Leatherman multi tools. The uh, scale tool is exactly what I want, which is just pliers, a knife, and a screwdriver, and it's, okay, it has a yeah. carabiner clip built in. So it's oh, everything nice. that I want out of a multi tool because I don't want to carry. I don't want to be like <clears throat> into my tool to like get a knife out like. Yeah, this. it's the kind of thing you want to take into the bush if you're like looking to survive. But like, yeah, if... no, I know. I'm like, I'm just like, I just need to cut a rope, man. I don't want to open my thing, pull it. So like the skeletal, all the tools are openable with one hand. Like you don't even unfold it to get the knife out. The knife flicks out like a. It's not spring assist or anything, but no, it's not spring assist. So you just use your thumb and it clicks and locks. But it's you don't open the tool for it. Everything on that tool, you can just <laughs> one hand fold it open you got pliers etc so i was like yeah this will be great for work keep it on a little bag that i now carry on a belt on me because like i just have a bag for my phone because it gets covered in dust that chisel tape measure black tape etc but yeah well spend money because toys like speaking of speaking of work buy buy cool stuff that you're gonna enjoy yeah Yeah, speaking of work how's how's shit been going because like through um the early part of 2021 there was you were just coasting on tarkov 
And then he yeah, went back was, to the working I world. Tarkov is how I survived the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. no, I, missed okay. you. I missed you so much, baby. <laughs> so I listened to, okay, this is almost a tangent, but I listened to a book on ADHD and how it works yeah. um, when I was driving to and from Jasper for work. And people with ADHD, uh, most people function in their default mode brain network. That's kind of what we're in right now. We're conversing and like, you know, identifying things, future past, like it's how we have perspective on things that are going to happen, have happened. And then there's your task positive network and normal people switch their task positive network when they're doing something. So like, oh, I'm just going to like untie, tie this thing up right now, or this little bow or whatever. And it takes their focus. And when their focus is taken to a task, they go into their task positive network and they're now in that, like their brain is geared to that. If you scan them, that part of their brain lights up. People with ADHD, both their default, like their default mode network stays active while they go to their task positive network, unless the stimuli is so engaging, it switches all the way over to your task positive network where you okay. get that like, hyper focus. Wow. That is like a really succinct description of like what, like what someone sees from an ADHD person from the external perspective. And that that's like a really good way to describe what's going on under the hood. This book oh, is written yeah. this year, ADHD no way. 2021. Yeah. And they were talking about, and this is like a known thing, but they're like, yeah, people with ADHD don't have this information. So how I got away from thinking about the pandemic, thinking that I can't like go out. I like to go to like any electronic music event. I love the like culture and the music, specifically the music. And then the culture's kind of added on for me, but yeah. that is generally how I socialize with people. Generally how I go out, exercise, dance around endorphins from dancing, but to like not be engaged with the fact that I'm missing that I've basically found a stimulus engaging enough to put me in my TPN and people with ADHD. So normal people switch between their default mode network and T like their DMN and TPN really quickly. So they'll be like, yeah, they'll be talking. They're like, hold on just a second. They'll tie something and be like, okay, yeah. Like, and then they're back. People with ADHD that like switch is considered, or in this book, they describe it as a glitchy switch. So it's hard to move from your default mode network. Like you can be late for work because you were scrolling Facebook on your phone, even though you're ready 20 minutes early because you couldn't get out of your default mode network from your phone of just whatever stimulus, et cetera. You're not really doing anything. You're just thinking and doing, and then you have no sense of time. You have right now and not right now. Mm -hmm. You don't have in an hour, way. in two hours, et cetera. Like there's also, they're describing this thing that's become more prevalent in the uh, information age called a uh, vast. It's something like variable attention, something traits. The S isn't for something. I just <laughs> I was going to say that fit very well. <laughs> yeah. But they call it vast. And basically because we're blasted with so much information, we learn to adapt to it. And people with vast can switch between their TPN and DMN like, super fast almost as if they were using both at once like adhd but it doesn't cause the same impairment of distraction because they're just switching really quickly because so much information is happening so they can stop a task absorb information continue doing the task so someone could be talking while they're tying and then stop tying for a second and be like oh yeah yeah and they just keep tying you know what i mean like that would be an example mm -hmm. of doing that but like that's a very quick switch and that comes because we're blasted with so much information from the internet etc and this doesn't have the same impairment as adhd so they call it vast and they don't call it a disorder it's a trait like that's what the T in it is for trait. Right. So it's not like the same kind of impairment as having two networks of your brain kind of almost competing. Competing but for real estate. But when people say, yeah. So it doesn't mean very awesome sex transmission? No. <laughs> Shit. No. Damn, I was going to say, I'm vast as fuck then, bro. <laughs> My scope is vast. <laughs> you know, I'm start you guys make me th like question, like, should I go get checked for ADG? Because you're like, you do this, you do this. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, At very least, you should get checked for herpes. Oh. One in 20 people has it. <laughs> you think I have sex? I think I have sex, Tanner. 
Hey, you can get no. herpes from kissing, can't you? Yeah. Cold do you source. think I kiss? Yeah. Do you think I kiss people? Who the fuck? Who the fuck do I? I don't know. Like? You kind of seem like a toilet seat licker to me, man. Just a little <laughs> bit. You know, you know, you know how you get an STD from sitting on a toilet. You got to sit down before the other guy gets up. <laughs> oh, bad joke. <laughs> take, me on, take me on a take me on a date first, okay? <laughs> uh. Yeah. Anyway, so by finding a stimulus engaging enough to keep me in my TPN, I basically like deleted months of my life of like rumination or thinking about future past, etc. Because I would just. 12 to like uh literally that hour count that i read earlier is uh basically up till i started work again because i'm a seasonal worker and i to like played tarkov more than i did there i even played cyberpunk while i was playing tarkov i took a couple days off tarkov to that's right yeah not not like cyberpunk that much and be like wow yeah this kind of shit and then keep playing tarkov but like I played it more than I didn't until I started work. And I'm like, right. man, I am playing this a lot. I get up, play Tarkov, order food. Like, don't, I barely make meals. I barely do anything else. I'm sharing like once every four days. And I realized this was to like mentally protect myself from the dealing with the mm. pandemic at all. It's oh, a simple, yeah, I guess it's as simple as that, right? It was like, yeah. I mean, it was like a perfect distraction. Yeah. That would be like, we still, you still do that though. Like, whenever we would play Tarkov, Adam, we play Tarkov for like nine hours sometimes, and you just, I feel like you, I don't know if you realize that or notice that, but we will still like, well, time you're home. I have a question. Um, yeah. What, how's your relationship with, with Tarkov changed since you've been back to work? Because I remember you were talking about like, hey, I'm going to give you my account password or something so you can just like collect my Bitcoin while I'm gone. And then you just were like, nah, whatever. And like the fact that you were just like, fuck it. I don't care. I was like, well, that, that, that seems like a big step to just be like, I'm out. Don't care about it for a while. I just need to detach. So I, cause I played so much Sharkov from like day one of the wipe, I went really hard and I, uh, and I finished, I have like five tasks left. Like yeah. I have like to kill Sturman and kill a, <clears throat> yeah. a number of times kill, uh, or sorry. Yeah. Sturman and kill. And I got to yeah. kill Sturman with a certain kind of gun and I have peacekeeping mission, which I could just do whenever. It's the scav one, right? With the UN vest. Yeah. With the UN and the, yeah. on the maps. And those are, I think the four tasks I have left. And then that's all I could do in the game. Just say, hey, I did all the tasks in the game. But, like, I already have Kappa. I have every key for every map except the red key card, which is the most expensive, which I'll get eventually. Like, yeah, I will get the there's, there's card, just, like, I don't really need to stack cash for any reason. I only need, like, 40 mil for, like, a red key card, and then I can do whatever I want. I have 13 mm. labs key cards. Last night they were 70 mil, so uh, you got some more savings. Yeah, they, they vary. <laughs> thick items case and a thick weapons case, yeah. and I have those found in raid in my inventory still. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, it's not that, like, it's, I feel like I'm, like, pretty maxed out, and, like, I don't super care about the red room anyway. I have the green room that went down to like 10 mil from, I think it was 50 when I was saving for it. And I bought that when I came back, but Bitcoin's only 230 because they fixed the economy yep. of the game and untied it from real world Bitcoin. Thank it, God. It helped with the game, but now it's like, oh, it's only 230. <laughs> well, it, I, mean, I like didn't play for two days recently and logged in and got like an extra mil on my five yeah. mil. And I was like, oh, yeah. cool. Like, nice. it, 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 it's, it's nice to have. The, it, the it, system it, is, is now back to how it was balanced within the framework of the economy. It's not, um, and they did admit that they let it go fucking longer than it should have because they wanted to know 
It was it was like a free what, what blown up economy. Yeah, like, it was like a free dynamic event that they didn't plan for, and they were like, "Yeah, we kind of want to see what happens. What happens if we inflate the economy?" And yeah, to see. And I was like, I said that a whole bunch when I was having people like, "It's ridiculous right now. If you have Bitcoin farm, you're super rich." <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, this totally gives them a great perspective of people who are super rich and far ahead in the game, and people who aren't. And they created that divide, I think, intentionally, yeah. dude. And to be like, can the low tier even compete? With yeah, the because tier? because they cut off. When it comes to the hideout people that we were able to produce Bitcoin, they cut off the through the through fare of being able to achieve the Bitcoin. So they 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 segmented the community. They were like, "All right, here's the haves, here's the have nots." Let too. yeah, and they and they were like, "Let's see what you guys do with this." And yeah. the the funny thing is, I pictured I pictured these like hilarious Russian game developers, and like I, I don't know if you've seen when they do like their Tarkov podcast, like the Russian podcast where Nikita and Dmitri or whatever sit and then like talk about what's coming up in the next patch but like the dimitri dude he's always sitting there in like full fucking loadout like full loadout and he's just playing tarkov on the side in like this big gaming chair and like the, the they're they're such quirky dudes and i could just imagine them sitting there in that room just crushing beers and just being like man look at these people they're bitching so much like yeah. just the re re like oh let's just leave it another five days <laughs> like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like oh, sam's impression of uh fucking nikita is like i don't want game to be fun yeah game yeah might be hard <laughs> but to like answer your question properly my relationship with the game is the same but different i play the game a similar way actually when i'm solo i'm more cautious now mm -hmm. i have way more investment into what i'm doing so it's kind of refreshed the experience for me i i used to enjoy playing really cautiously then i was like fuck it i'll run and die whatever i'll survive other raids i'll play careful later i'll play careful later now i play much more carefully when i'm solo because my time in the game is limited it's not like raid, boot up another raid boot up another raid over and yeah. over uh i'm like i'm enjoying the game a lot more actually playing it less i find it like more rewarding to play when i'm playing it less but i find also that uh yeah like uh hayden was saying the uh investment when i do play it it does the same thing it did during the pandemic which was switches me into like task mode it's like this is what we're doing this is what we're focused on this has my attention but video games have always done like that for me three hours straight and i wanted to fucking blow my head he's off. burned out and i'm like yeah let's just load it up again let's just go again let's help like, bring it another like, thermal we just lose the, the thermal bring another one like because it was such a pain what we were doing because we had to find uh, the health resort is dead uh, like yeah we, we free looters are like three times we I've Damn. never found such a dead raid before than us doing shoreline for almost three hours. Well, it's so brutal, dude. It's like you go snipe a gas station or you go into the reserve. But this yeah. is still like I think like too niche. Like again, people who don't play Tarkov are like, what the fuck are they talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. Right. yeah, the game the game goes through like really weird seasonal flushes, just like a lot of other games. Like people actually relate um Tarkov, which is weird because it's a first person shooter, but they relate it a lot to Diablo two or Diablo three. I guess Diablo three does like seasonal character where like every three months or something it just like boom new season these are the different like the changes that we've made to the environment to the changes we've made to the skill sets um hammer it out see what you can do and like even borderlands you know like when i was playing borderlands a bit it's all about like you get to the point where you're like you've you've ex you've exhausted what this character can do i'm going to start a new character and try a whole a whole different build like a whole new build and mm -hmm. if tarkov didn't have the wipes it would be fucking terrible Boring. it would be terrible because yeah. people would just be like uh there's nothing to do like what's going on so yeah. i don't know how they're going to transition to I think, I think just keeping the wipes it would just make it like every four months yeah well so, they're talk they're like, talking I, about having wipes and or both, um, yeah, both. legacy yeah. i think what they really need to do 
right now, I think, so I got Kappa in like four months of hard play. Like, and that wasn't, I didn't even think I was going to get Kappa that way. But well, I no, you got, it in, you got it in February. It was only like two oh. months. Okay, like two months to Kappa. But like, that is way too, and like, I don't think they need to like inflate the difficulty. But I do think they need to create a longer journey, so to speak, mm. through the tasks. And I think there should be a lot more tasks, just in general. Find this. Bring me 10 just points. Which is terrible for people that haven't put in the amount of hours that you have, right? Like, I I feel like like I've, I've definitely, lately I've been playing about once a week. It hasn't been, like, obsessive. But I've also been, like, super busy with all sorts of other stuff. So, um, but, like, I, I still don't think I'm going to make Kappa. You know, so, so I don't, I can't see like there's a solution to this, and I think it's making the uh, there's a a mechanic in the game that like in case anyone listening does play. Oh, again, I guess everyone who'd still be listening probably plays Tarkov now. But, uh, <laughs> well, they do now. <laughs> yeah, there's a mechanic in the game where it gives you random items. I think that, like the Bitcoin farm that kind of injects you with money, should just inject you with found and rate items, so you cannot be playing the game and still progressing in the game and playing mm. it on your own while still collecting these items that you need isn't that exactly you what it does I mean? though you're talking about the scav case exactly but like it doesn't give you ever enough of everything that you could like com- like get your flash drives fuel conditioners your cowboy hats etc like it doesn't ever give you armor like yeah it does. there needs to be armor oh like rarely through uh moonshine it gives you good armor but like yeah i got a slick through- last night from moonshine yeah or moonshine but like yeah. this is what i mean like there needs to be more options of what you can trade into it that are available and they need to like Give me like a uh, a twenty four hour option that loads me with found and raid barter items. You know what mm. I mean. So this way, people are like, oh, I can't be using my scav case, but I only play like once every two days. So like, create longer time options that give way more junk, because people need that junk for tasks, and then increase the amount of junk you need for tasks. So if you want to progress really hard, you can go into a map and go grab the stuff you need, or you can, you know, just chill on the back and you'll still progress, just like what the Bitcoin farm does. The issues with this is that the Bitcoin farm is not available early enough for players to be not playing and progressing. The scav case is definitely not available early enough for people. You need like so much, like you need to be like, I don't even have a scav case yet because it's like, it's, I I have the money to get one. It just, it's going to leave me broke and I Mm -hmm. don't want that. Exactly. Like there's too much. And for a standard account, uh, I think like the journey is a little bit better, but I do think overall the game needs to be like extended Overall, because they they have this hardcore experience, but hardcore people slap through that game in two mm. months. All right. Speaking like, of hardcore, have you been watching the, the... Ooh. Just straight to the fucking... The real question. You don't ask. <laughs> you don't <laughs> ask um, as much as you can. Have you been watching any of the, like, the hardcore rule set uh, content that, yeah. that streamers have been doing? Like, Pesley or... Yeah. Pesley Deadly, Deadly Slob's been, been doing it. Uh, Geeks has been doing it. Yeah, I saw Pestily's video where he completes the uh, the one kill all the bosses found in. Oh, the snowball challenge. Snowball challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so, I I really like the hardcore rule set for Tarkov because it it removes the flea market, it removes a lot of the trader stuff. Like I think you can only use barters. Um, honestly, I'm not a big fan of the flea. Yeah. So I like, I agree, I don't like Aqu- it. Aqua made a good point saying they should just get rid of the flea market. Well, they're never going to. They've they've said recently that they're like, no, we. It's too much of the framework of the game. If anything, they will create a hardcore character that will have that rule set. But they're not going yeah. to... They, they understand that like for new players and for onboarding, like if, if people only 
can play once every seven to ten days and they just want to get on they want to buy a kit and, and get into the game you know they don't want to remove the ability for low low playtime players to have any interaction with the game and the flea market allows yeah. people to do that so so like there are things that i think uh should never go on the flea market there are things i think should be found in raid only um i've seen people talk about secure containers not containing like loot i do think like you know how you can't put like thermals in a uh, secure contain- yeah. container oh sorry and take it out of a map i don't think you should be able to put graphics cards Ledexes, and i think this should be determined by the current price of some things on fleet mm. so these things you have to carry in your pockets or they <clears throat> or like ideally anything you throw in the safe box loses its found and raid status but i'd prefer mm. actually even ab- above that because like people do use Ledexes for like weapons cases or like thick items cases and stuff like i would prefer if those items just because on flea on the average price because they already calculate like the average price you know like this is like a a rare just even a marker like make it like thermals you can't put ledx graphics cards like well tetris is used to but you know what i mean like you can't put these things in your secure container so if someone does rush the loot room yeah well if someone rushes the loot room which is the current strategy rush the loot room throw in your security container just die you know you gotta get out with it yeah exactly you have to fight your way out there's a lot of that room there's a big discussion about this right now in the podcast that i listened to regarding tarkov because i don't know if you watched the most recent uh twitch rivals competition for tarkov but I watched a bit of it. One of the cool things that was a part, like Twitch Rivals, um, Nikita and like the BSG team is now allowing them to use private servers for tournaments and stuff. So Punisher, yeah, the that. recent Punisher was all private servers. So you're not playing in open worlds with with random I players. Think so was Punisher Two, wasn't it? Yeah, Punisher Two was was private servers, and Twitch Rivals was pu- uh, private servers. But the cool thing about that is that they can add uh, dynamic loot pools in the sense that like in the Punisher tournament, they they had like. You go into labs, and there's three different spawns that we've chosen for Pestily Plague Masks that are worth a certain amount of points, right? So in the Rivals tournament, there was tank batteries, and the tank batteries made it really fucking hard to get out with tank batteries. They were 10 points, but you you move like turtle slow. But the fucking coolest thing about the tournament was they disabled safe boxes. No no containers whatsoever. So the entire tournament was like if you got a dog tag... And it was worth points. Somebody killed you. They're getting that dog tag off your body. It's on your body no matter what. Everything was on your body no matter what. And it, it sparked this huge conversation about whether or not they should like have the hardcore rule set be turn off uh, secure containers. And I think the only the only thing that people say is a problem with this idea is splitting the player base between standard and hardcore because the player base is already not healthy enough to support the server. Opinion. Kind of interject opinion. What I think, and again, this is I get all my knowledge. I get I base my opinions off Aqua because he's big brain. He brought up a really good point that you should make it where you have to physically take out the secure container, mm. open it up, take access the it. item out. Yeah. So like I you like have to physically idea. like yeah like, like add an animation to it where you actually have to sit in like in a room like, like five seconds. Like, That's all they need. It should have like a slurp when you pull that container out of your ass. No, it, the, the clips, man. Like, clips on the container. They should like have ratchets. Yeah, but like technically everybody like jokes that the container's up your butt, right? So you gotta, it'd have to be like... Yeah. <laughs> Before you're about to put it, you get some Astroglide, starts riding on that shit there. You know what I would actually prefer more than that? If you are killed while opening your safe container, it is lootable. 
No. Oh, no. Pain. Uh, Pain. No, that's kind of dumb because it'd be like, oh, yoinks, there's your dog's dog's case with all your shit. That's kind of stupid. That's kind of stupid. That's that Adam. That was a horrible idea. No, the the large the larger discussion. uh, Everybody seems to be focusing towards um, standard accounts or like regular play that's not hardcore. Uh, Secure containers still there. It is just not able to put things in during raid. You can like take things out, raid. but you cannot put things in. You can bring like that for the purpose of like mags or like like I don't have enough stuff. Like with Kappa, like there's you the extra room means very little over Gamma if that's the case. Yeah. Because there's now not a lot of reward to having the extra three slots. So it's like yeah, I could throw a mag in there, but once I take that out. Yeah, and it's out like, and then it's over, and then I can't throw my other expensive mag or piece or. Are you are you a fucking Kappa mag gamer? Did you get there? Uh, Depends on the uh, on the mag, but uh, like oftentimes I just bring like four stacks of ammo and then like Mm. enough. That's the way because like the the, like if I'm running like sixty rounders of M nine nine five, you can bet that's there's at least two of them in the yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not walking (sighs) around with that in my like vest. Now, boys, we talked about Adam's boys. relationship with Tarkov because we've been going for an hour and 25. How about we get a relationship going with Tarkov right now tonight? Oh, yeah, I'm super down for some labs. Yo, I want to. I do want to. And I'm going to have to, actually, gonna have to reply to my wife's text and lie to her. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I, I actually, I'm not going to lie to her. I'm going to be like, man, I've had like five beers. The episode. I'm not driving over. <laughs> uh, so that means that Adam... It was great having you on the episode. We talked about Tarkov a lot, which people who hate Tarkov, fuck yourself. Or don't um, know about it, or just going to be like, what the fuck are these yeah, guys? Uh, apologies to our fan base, but we were very passionate yeah, about this game, and our like guest... Eight people who listen to us on a regular basis, we're sorry. Yeah. Um, the three of us, we, we were a tight little fucking trio yeah, when it yeah, comes to tight. Tarkov. We're tight. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, just, if you know any of us personally... <laughs> sample that. Play Tarkov. Get us play up. with Metal, or Hayden. Play I'm over him. here. Up this yeah. way. Point, point yeah. this way. Uh, what? That way. Yeah, that's that's right. You got me. You yeah. got me. Again, wrong way. You're flipped. You're flipped for me. So it's going to be... It'll make sense oh. on his VOD. His, check the VOD. Yeah, it works check here. The, it works here. I'm looking at the screen. Subscribe to the, subscribe to the channel. The fucking Brady oh. Bunch. We got some Adam down here. We got some Hayden over here. We got some Tanner right here. We're like the Brady Bunch, but like cooler. We fuck more. Anybody so, cool enough to watch the video this far in? A lot, dude. You see those bell bottoms? They're pretty classy. <laughs> Don't forget, drop us a follow on Spotify, iTunes, whatever fucking streaming service you're on, and sub out to the channel. Check out Adam's music is going to be linked below, because he makes music, and we did not mention that Talking once. all about it, yeah. But that's going to be linked below. You're gonna There's have more to me website. than Tarkov, I swear. <laughs> I swear. Tanner's website's going to be linked below, and my lovely YouTube channel is going to also be linked below. That was that was Thought Lab. That was Thanks oh my oh my god it was. See you, space cowboys. Space cowboys. Sometimes, someplace, cowboys, someday. Space cow-